Hey, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm Paul Doherty, your host, and I'm joined today with Pastor Mitch Summerfield in what town and what state I'm are you in? Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. Word of God Fellowship Church. Word of God Fellowship Church. His story is so powerful. We're going to talk about leadership. We're going to talk about really transition leadership. Um, he took over um, from his father's ministry. Give them a quick backstory of how you stepped into this large ministry and this role and what you've been walking through. Well, I, I uh, honestly, Paul, it's... Uh, let me first start by saying how um, how thankful I am to even be a part of uh, this Victory Conference Man. in 2018. Uh, when I first saw the the uh, the clip uh, on social media, um, I said to myself, "I'm going to be there," and I told my admin to make sure it's on my calendar, wow. so that way when I'm when honored, you closer, came. Yeah, man. So I saw it about two months ago, and I was just like, "I'm going to be there." Um, when Bishop Jake's introduced us yeah um naturally our fathers were pretty much in the same circle and the yeah. same movement word of faith non-denominational and 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 we never knew each other of course yeah. but when bishop jakes introduced us um i said man that's a guy that i need to wow to to learn from um uh, and i'm not intimidated by learning uh, yeah. from someone Vice that is, versa. is younger younger than me but has always, always has also gone down the road that I'm now going down now myself, and um, so I'm, I'm thankful to be sitting here with you and man, being a part of this conference, here. man. I'm serious, and um, I, I would say first of all that my father uh, founded, started a, a, a ministry, and it started in his home, and he and his wife, my mother, um, founded something huge and uh, it started from something small and it grew over the 20 30 years that it took to grow it grow it excuse me but uh, finally last year uh, my father got sick and and he went on went on to be with the Lord on July 2nd and was that a pretty sudden it thing was, it was very sudden because at the time my mother was sick my mother was sick uh, in 2015 and when she got sick uh, we began to immediately just start taking care of her and praying with her and, you know, making sure she's getting everything she needed. And, and it went through a time where in 2016, um, they told her that she wasn't going to make it through mm. the night. And, um, and there was a surgeon that came and agreed to do a surgery that sustained her life wow. for another two years. And so we were, we were, we were moved by that. We thought that, that we were going to see some better days coming after that. Well, during that time in the hospital, my father began to have some major pains, not knowing where they were coming from, not knowing what was going on. So he got sick and we found out that it was it was something terminal. And uh, and a very short time after that, he went to be with the Lord. So um, we thought it was mom that wouldn't make it and turned out that, that it was him that didn't make it first. And about not even 60 days after that, my mother went to be with the Lord uh, as well. So after that, July last year, uh, I was named senior pastor wow. of the church and took it over and became the CEO of all of our entities and that sort of thing. And 
and that transition. And you guys have schools yes, a yes. lot like Victory. Yes, yes, yes. You yes, have a yes, kindergarten yes. through 12th grade yes, Christian yes. school. And, and, a, and a college that we and started about two years ago. Wow. And uh, it, it's small, but we wanted to, 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 to have a bridge for our students graduating from college or yeah. from high school to be able to go straight to, you know, a collegiate level and get some classes. They want to go be a pastor. They want to be a, a praise and worship leader, whatever, youth, whatever mission, yeah. whatever they want to do. They can it's do very it. Very similar. Can, right here. here. Right. Very similar. So I said, when I found out about this conference, like I had to be here because um, I wanted to see what all you guys are doing um, to be able to, to enhance what we're doing as well. Um, so I don't like reinventing the wheel if it's already been working. None of us invented anything. I, mean, I know all we're all <laughs> we're all getting ideas from other absolutely, people. Absolutely, absolutely. So taking over, you know, the transition has not been easy. It's really not been easy. Um, it's still been fresh. And um, how fresh are? Is it one year since you've been doing it? One year since I've been doing it wow. as the senior pastor. Um, I was the COO and associate pastor for seven years um, prior to. So, but nothing like this. This is totally, totally different really different really different but i'm thankful because i'm learning a lot as well in the process yeah um and it's 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 making me uh really man up you know come on really man up really man up we have really two choices one get up and yes. do it yes. or two stay down and be defeated <laughs> and you chose to get up and I do did. it i did and it's a challenge every day you know every day you have different emotions i mean i both of my parents left in the same year, same time, mm. the people that have raised me for 38 years of my life <sighs> ran the ministry together as a family, all of my siblings, a lot like you guys. And Are and you the oldest of your siblings? I'm, I'm not. I'm the second oldest, so I have an older brother. Did those guys help? All day. Every your day. siblings? So everybody's full-time employed. Was it tough on them to accept you as their new senior no, pastor? Uh -uh, because they, they all embraced wanted it to it. be me instead of them. Wow. <laughs> They're like, you handle the pressure, <laughs> yeah. you fire people, you handle they all, all the stuff. To, they they, they, they want to help, but they didn't want to be the one that, you know, that, that the responsibility lies on. Wow. So it's That's uh, great that they're helping you, though. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they're very, very encouraging. Um, yeah. I tell them all the time, you guys are the best encouragers in wow. the world because they're there every service. They're there every every meeting. They're there every Just makes every you rehearsal. like emotional yeah, thinking about the yeah. people that are there for so you. So as I watched you guys do your, your, your family panel discussion, I just envisioned um, over the years, like, because we would do these, these faith conferences every year and we would do the panels where the family was sitting Come up on. there together. And I you're going to be doing it again. I believe it. I believe it. Soon. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Really soon. Come on. I wanted to take this year and just get, um, I didn't want to do any big conferences this yeah. year. Because I wanted to take this first year to kind of just get really get really rooted and grounded. Let the people get used to hearing my voice. Yeah. You know, after serving good, and Mitch. listening to Bishop, my father, for 30 years, 20 years, 15 years they got used to hearing his voice. So rather than me trying to do everything that we would do in the normal when he was there, I said, let me take this first year to really get rooted and grounded, let everybody get That's used to smart. hearing my voice. Uh, every Bible study, every Sunday, hearing my voice, um, and, and just focus on that first and let everybody get used to it because it was a blow for everybody. Yeah. So as I'm healing, as I'm grieving, as my family is <laughs> healing and grieving, the church who were so attached to them the members that you're having so to, you're having to lead them through absolutely. healing while you're also leading yourself absolutely. through healing absolutely so being here is part of my healing 
Man. being here is part of my grieving. So I get to, to be away and look and watch and, and see and watch you have to do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know, our stories definitely, we've talked about that. I think for those that are watching, listening, um, loss is part of life. And yes. you don't realize that until you actually walk through a loss of someone so close to you that you... You can walk through loss of a friend or a, a church member that you're connected to, but when you walk through the loss of a parent or a brother or sister or your spouse, it just change, It's it makes it all the more real. And it also, like you said, it really leaves you with kind of a realization that life is short. Make the most of it. You got two options, get up and go or stay down and be defeated. And, you know, Mitch has decided to get up and, and move forward the ministry and man, just as your friend, as a co-laborer in Christ, like you're my brother, man. I'm no, <laughs> I I'm honored. I'm excited to watch where you take the ministry. Right. Someone told me when I stepped in, Paul, you're gonna go further than your dad. And when they said that, I was like, stop. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. He was like, I could never get that close. And and he yet was your God, hero. I mean, like, yeah. You know, so you never think that you can exceed. Yeah. Your, your 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 predecessor, you know. Yeah. You, you don't really think like that. Uh-uh. Because they and, did it. And you don't think. And there's a lot of different ways because you you could go. Well, maybe on this side I could get close to that, but on the heart and the level of just who he was as a man and yes. that it's like yes. I don't know if I'll ever reach that. Right. But God, I truly believe God has helped me to get to a point of believing that I can, and with you as well, believing that you will be just as strong as a man of God as your dad was, and even stronger, I believe, because I believe that what's happening right now is this whole Elijah to Elisha, yes, you know? Yes, and yes. you're going to carry that mantle stronger. And yes. I think, too, um, you know, who knows what God's going to drop in your heart to birth for the ministry. What are some things you're learning right now as a leader, like even in the last month, that you've had to make some tough decisions on? Um there's a, there's a, there's a, um, I think one of the, the, the biggest things is this guy here is funny, man. <laughs> so, so I mean, one of the, one of the things that I think for, for me that has really changed the trajectory of, of my, of my, my mindset is the relationship that I have with the father. Mm. Um, I've had to, to get in that secret place so many times. Wow. Um, your wife and uh, and I believe your brother's wife was talking about deeper, yeah, deeper. Um, and there's sometimes when that deeper place, that's God calling you. Yeah, He wants you to get deeper and deeper with Him. And I've had to go in some deep dark places just to really, really, really get my mind together to mm. even be able to preach and minister on Sunday. And I'm in, I'm in a series right now. We just started it this past Sunday, and I'm uncovering. Some things with Paul, with, uh, with with my favorite disciple Paul. Come on. Um, um, it's it's entitled the series is entitled Sink or Swim, and and, Ooh, and, and that's and good. The thing, the thing about sinking or swimming, and I don't want to give it away because because I'm uncovering some things probably in the last part of the series. I love but it. This, this first Sunday, the first part of this series was entitled I Should Have Listened. And there's so many scenarios wow. where I realized that I should have listened. Wow. In the book of Acts chapter 27, and we dealt with in verse 9, that they were all on a ship and Paul was in chains. He was, he was locked up and he was traveling 
Julius, okay, he was uh, Julius was 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 the centurion over the ship that time, and they were on the way to Rome, and and on the way to Rome, uh, they they were getting ready to travel through the Mediterranean Sea. Well, Paul already knew that that's the rough, the, the worst time to actually be traveling by sea, in the Mediterranean Sea, and he told them, he said, listen, this is going to be a dangerous time. I would advise that we do not go, that you do not go. But how many people? have always been scared to give or give a word that uh, that they should have given, need to give, but because of their condition, that because of their past failures, because of their past you know mistakes or flaws, that they shouldn't be the one talking. But Paul's condition was he's even changed. Wow. And these people weren't listening to him. That's really good. And he good. knew he had foresight. He had perception. Why? Because he had been visited by an angel prior to. And I'll just leave it at that. I just think that we have... A, a responsibility uh, as 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 believers and Christians to help those not sink but actually swim. Keep on being in faith, and you're inspiring me just by seeing you, your father passed nine years ago, and to see you still pushing, and to be in the experience last night um, and see it all come to fruition, and and your fears become now uh, a success. Your fears now being turned into, uh, um, uh, you know, full, full, full fruition and manifestation of what your fears were always were before you started. And to actually see it last night in live and in color, you know, I see you on social media and we always communicate or whatever on social yeah. media, but to actually see it live and in color um, was, was, and I felt the weight on you. Like yesterday, when last night afterwards, when I saw you, I know that feeling like yeah, after it's over, tired. it's it's really it's like wow, did this just happen tonight? Oh like, man, it's, it's, this is so what are we doing? Massive, yeah. and you gotta do it year after year after year after year, and and it's it's, but it's a drive, you know yeah, what I mean? It's ambition, it but deeper than that, it's a relationship. And what I've learned That's now good. in this first year of me doing what I'm doing is I've got to have a more sincere relationship with mm. him he will speak to me about what to preach about how to pray how intense to be how whatever i need to be he will speak to me in that moment yeah of that relationship in that deep place that i am with him so i'm i'm thankful that's the lesson that i've learned this yeah. year i don't know how many more i'll learn this year but that one right there it speaks volumes because you cannot do any of this without a relationship yeah you can't, I don't care how gifted you are. I don't care how anointed, how well you speak, yeah. how, how you interpret the Bible. It does not matter because I've seen so many people be extremely gifted, but down the toilet after a certain amount of time, because why? They didn't have that relationship that they needed with God. That's so good. Yeah. So I, that's what, that's, to answer that question, that's what I, I believe for me what I've really had to focus on tremendously. And I think at the end of the day, like a good, a healthy relationship with God is going to produce all the results that leaders want right. in their ministry, in their business. Um, when you're right with God, you're hearing from God and in tune with God, you're going to be making wise decisions with your money. You're going to be making right. the right decisions on what to preach and what series you're supposed to do and who you're supposed to hire You'll have that peace, you know, or who you're supposed to fire or who's, who's really with you and yes, who's not. Yes, but even yes. Jesus, who was as close to his father right. 
as any of us, still had a Judas on his team. Still had situations that, you know, rocked his boat. But I think the relationship with God is so, like you said, it's the most important thing because even when you walk through betrayals or hurts or people, you know, walking out or doing whatever, you have a sense of peace and security knowing, man, I'm going to be okay. God, you've got my back. And you're covering me on that situation. Um, So You said something too in the session relationships you know um, being able to be surrounded by people that um, can make things easier for you yeah um, because they've been through it yeah um, and they can really not necessarily hold your hand yeah but be a covering the Bible says in the multitude of counsel there is safety and I believe that once you get once you get to a place where you now have that relationship with God now you can be open to the right surroundings the right relationships that you need to have around you in order to get where you need to go. And God is, is taking me into some unique places. And, 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 and he's using, he's actually giving me favor um, and, and allowing people to use their influence to help me in a major way. Um, just so that it's not harder for me. It's a little easier. Um, it's never going to be easy, easy, but it may be a little easier, a little lighter. So that now, my, now that my, my journey, my journey is sometimes more enjoyable than it is, you know, dreary and uh, doomy. And, and I think that that's where we have to be at in life. And, and I, I look at you as as one of those people that I can call on. So don't get uh, don't get scared, man, when I call you and tell you, hey, listen, I'm on the way to Tulsa. I'm just oh, coming man. just to sit and just you know, talk with you. and We need and each pray. other. Yeah, absolutely. That absolutely. day that we were sitting at the table with Bishop Jakes yeah. and he looked at all of us yeah. and he said, Mitch, Paul, Keon, and he kind of looked yeah. at a few others and he yeah. said, you guys need to know each other. Yeah. You need to have a network of relationship sure. and trust. Sure. And I think, um, man, I just think it's important in this day and age that we're connected with people that are even outside our circle right. of who we're used yeah, to being yeah, connected yeah. to. Because, yeah. like, when I first stepped in, I was trying to find my circle. I was right. like, my dad and mom, they ran with Kenneth Copeland yeah. and all these people, yeah. Creflo and yeah. those guys. And um, I just, I was too young to run with sure. them. They weren't bringing me into their circle. So then I was trying right. to figure out, well, I'm not connected with Judah Smith. Yeah. I'm not connected with Carl Lentz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I sort of knew... You know, like Jonathan Stockstill, some of these younger other pastors. But I had to be intentional to just go, you know what, Lord, whoever you connect me with, even if I'm not used to being in their circle, I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to build those friendships. So I think that day when he said that, it just reminded me, like, continue to build a circle of people that maybe your parents and you have never connected with in that circle. So I think it's really healthy, man. It was God-ordained, too. I mean, because... Honestly, that day that we met, I was supposed to leave. I was supposed to fly back home um, because my my sister had just had her first baby, and I we didn't think she was going into labor then, but she did, and so I needed to get back. And then she told me, "No, don't worry about it. Stay. You know, they're saying that we're going to probably be another day or whatever." So I was like, "Okay, cool." So I I was able to stay. And then there you go. I met you, and here we are today. So Come on, man. It's, it's definitely God-ordained. Ecclesiastes 3 talks about to every 
to everything. There is a season, there's a purpose yeah. for everything. That sofa you're sitting on, this table, that is, this camera, everything has a purpose. Yep. But there's a time and a season for every purpose. Come on. And we're walking in it right now. You're walking in it. It was time for you to walk in it. Um, you know, after nine years, you're still walking in it. You're still pushing. Let's keep going. You're a father, you're a husband. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's not going to stop. It's going to keep getting bigger and better. And I decree and declare right now, sitting here Come with on. you, that it's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. It's going to do far Same with greater. You. I believe it and I receive it. So he's going to do far greater things than you Come on. in you than he did in your father and in your father's generation, your father's era. And you're going to touch so many people. And I believe that together we'll be able to do it as well. So come on, I'm, I'm, I'm walking. You and I both. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, we're in each other's corner, man. And uh, I'm here. I'm here. Sink or end. swim. Absolutely. I'm gonna swim. <laughs> I'm swimming, baby. Come on. Well, thank you for being on the sure. podcast. Thank for y'all sure. for listening, watching. If they, if you want to know more about his ministry and connect with him, yeah. where can they find you? Man, you can find me on uh, at Mitch Summerfield um, and on IG. Facebook is the same thing. Uh, www.wogfc.org that's our website so you know we're here come on awesome all right god bless you your best days are right in front of you absolutely